Welcome to Joy Tactics, the podcast dedicated to all things joyful, joyous, and meeting as many celebrities as humanly possible. Hosted by Eric Rahill, Nate Veroni, and Jack Bensinger. Enjoy. What is fundamentally good about nature? Something, whether something is natural or not. Ah, you're breaking it down. Okay. Let me break it down because it's joy tactics after all, you know. Right. Sometimes you got to right. put the joy down and put pick the pencil up and do some studying. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying like, what else is natural? Cancer, death, like depression. These things are natural. What's not natural? Chemotherapy that doesn't exist right. in nature. Like, is that inherently well, bad i want to like use you know the the true nature of nature is evolution go on go on, on and so what i'm saying is tom cruise is very natural then because he is Ooh, kind of one of the first uh, to begin to evolve he is the and mitochondrial eve of our people you know that when he was younger he had all type of fucked up teeth and like if you go back and watch <laughs> top gun uh, what else is he in? He was in no, The Outsiders. Uh, Remember that Forrest, no, book? Mission, in the movie? Impossible. Mission, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. He's starting to... I thought, think he started getting some plastic surgery then, but in Top Gun in the 80s, he had a tooth like right in the middle of his face. He got like rid of that? I think it moved over slightly because I've been trying <laughs> to look at it in interviews. Oh, it's back to it's, normal? It, no, no. It, I mean, it looks like, you know, I have normal. Yeah. Most normal, most amazing uns- teeth. Well, let's look at everybody. But you know what I'm centering. talking about—that middle tooth. It's just the centering. Mm. Nobody's got perfect, perfectly centered teeth. Go ahead, let's see them. Eric, give us a big smile. My shit's busted up. Yeah, see, Eric's is slightly to the right of your nose. Nate, you—you you know, actually, kind of perfect. <laughs> and people like my smile. Nate, you look like me. kind of like a British gangster right now. <laughs> <laughs> the breathe right strips on. With the breathe, getting a gun to the head with the fucking breathe right strip. Nate, you do getting look that a little airflow bit like, coming in. You look like, um, like you know the anamorphs, how it's like animal and then it goes to human. Right. You look like, like a, in the middle point between. No, no, you look like the last right before human, but like on the way in between yeah. human and. Like, <laughs> you look like in, the, in between of a human and like a mermaid right now. Someone got my it. ass on a comment. On a video from like eight months ago, you need to say, stop looking at these comments. There. I can't, dude. They're I, not they're, good for you. They are tearing you <laughs> apart, man. You need to shut off the comments. You, you no, need to get, man. Just put this. Wait, what did they say? What did they say? That's when you lose touch. They said he looks like a capybara. Oh, <laughs> oh let, me go, let me Google that. <laughs> and it fucking got it my like a capybara. Yeah, it that got is, me. Okay, dang, they, they hit you with the. Ass. They hit you with the facial they profile. They got you. They got you, dude. Know, they really man. did get you on that. That's crazy, That's man. For now, though. And so, but wait, I was like, oh yeah, I look like capybara. So what? <laughs> so what? Got, I mean, I'm I'm almost like yeah, I'd rather look like a capybara than a than a piece uh, of turtle shit. whatever let's yeah, see turtle. <laughs> all right I, and by the way not all capybaras look the same and some Cabin of them bears look, are that's cute. important to Cabin say bears are one of the most cutest animals people love these uh, these creatures so I'll what tell does you what. that mean do i have a lot of space between my eyes and my nose because they it looks like they have a whole foot between their <laughs> eyes and no like you, you know don't look I mean? like a capybara man 
I think I kind of do because I knew I exactly will say, what he Eric, meant. Eric, are you going to be offended by this? But you that 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 checks out to me. It just does. It could I'll be tell you worse, what. man. It could. And be you know, worse. you're one of the best looking guys that I know. Also, uh, dude. Time. I mean, and thank you for that. So you look like the sexy human version of a capybara. You know, yeah. these like are if you could fuck animals. a capybara, like for people who really want to fuck a capybara, you are like, right? I can't even. They can't even believe you exist. You know what I mean? Well, that's so yeah. Funny. I, I was I, not I, expecting that. <laughs> now I want to know. Here's a video of a cat and a capybara being friends. Okay. <laughs> I love videos like that. I do too. Because it shows that, that animals, animals have feelings and they have emotions. They have empathy. And I feel like we don't give animals, you know, that emotional intelligence credit. Yeah. And we just want to violate their world with our yeah. spaces, with our technology. And we need yes. to stop and we need to bring them into the fold. I think we need to bring them into our spaces, into our cities and have them be a part of this new world that we're creating because we're, I feel like they're getting left behind. Yeah, I know. I agree. I think we're Sorry, about two technological funny. advancements away from being ho- horrified by the way that we've thought about animal intelligence. I just think it's, and before we move on, I just want to, the the cabbie bear thing made me think of one of my <laughs> most favorite moments online. Have you guys seen this? I think I've shown you Jack hmm. where it's um what's his name? DJ Academics. You know what I'm talking uh-huh. about. You know this guy? Wait, I know friend? who DJ Academics is. DJ it's like DJ Aka. He's like a interviewer. Academics. People clown on him. So yes, much. they do. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, DJ Academics. Okay. And by the way, he looks nothing like me. But um, oh, <laughs> hey yo, he was born in 1991. Oh I thought no, this guy was like 50. That is crazy. That is kind of shocking. No, that's so young to be born in 91. Yeah, that's crazy ass young. Okay, but there's a moment um, on his show where he's interviewing Erica Badu, my my most favorite, and she's sitting there. And at the beginning of the interview, she she like pauses and she goes like. You remind me of somebody. I can't put my oh, finger I've seen on it. it. Yeah. And and he's like, "Who is it?" And she takes so long. She's thinking about it, thinking about it. We'll put the link in the in the whatever. Then at the end of the interview, she goes. She thinks about it again. She says, "You remind me of somebody." And she goes, uh, "Like, you know who? I finally remember who it is. It's Tom from Tom and Jerry." <laughs> and or no, Jerry from Tom and Jerry, the the mouse. And then they they like graft like jerry's face onto dj academics and it is so like lined up so perfect they look exactly the same so i mean when you can get someone like that people want to hear me like describing youtube videos a little bit more yeah that was on the feedback form i feel like yeah that a lot of people said that they don't they they don't like going to youtube anymore and they would just rather you had like you kind of just it's basically yeah 30 second like audiobook version of youtube well, some people are on a, you know, forklift and they're listening to the podcast. My friend Dennis, he uh, moved to Kentucky and he's doing inventory at some auto parts place. And he's just listening to podcasts all day. He's on a forklift. God and bless you, so, Dennis. And he can't be looking at YouTube while he's doing this. 
Right. He's so you got to describe the YouTube videos. Right. Or else you're going to drop the all the bottles. Yeah. This is a blue. Not that's not that that's blue collar, but this is a worker uh, owned and worker first podcast. Oh shit! Yes. Okay. This is a cooperative yeah. podcast. <clears throat> Correct. We all cooperate with each other and with the government and pay our taxes very astutely. And we're, I mean, you bring this up, Eric, but what? we are at a time right now where, Jack, it was something going on? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, no. Okay. Well, we are at a time in our society economically where we no longer have a need for these CEOs these rulers, these managers Mm-mm. who are taking over and ruining our lives and our day-to-day mm-hmm. um, kind of lifestyles that we want. Agreed. And we are taking these people out that were conventionally <clears throat> thought of as needed in business. And we're saying, no, I do. This needs it. This needs it. This needs to be the top up. Yeah. The workers need to be owning this. But shit. before we go any further, expand on this any further, I want to say, like, yeah, top level C suite uh, executives, they got to go now. That's all going to be decided by the workers from here on out. But if you're a team lead or something like this or a manager of a small team, uh, we still need that <laughs> leadership on the ground, on the tactical <laughs> level on the ground. And, um, and I, yeah, I think the middle management needs to stay for as long as the companies are around. We need everyone to be like kind of level up to, we need workers to just all become managers. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, that's because you know, I'm a team lead in my day job, right? And you're killing it and people love you and they've never seen somebody of your kind of beloved by my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I would love to have you as a manager, Eric. It would be... Why? Because you think you can manipulate me, or you think I do a good job? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Basically, the, no. you are kind of the no, manager no, no, no. of the podcast. At all. I'm unmanipulatable <laughs> by anybody, by any propaganda, by any uh, powerful person. Nope, Eric. Eric you I, do, are I do feel so wrong. I do feel like you're you are the manager, and me and Nate are the employees of Joy Tactics a little bit. Because you guys do the editing, and I sit back. <laughs> Mr. Ray Hill, uh, Mr. Ray Hill, do you like this clip? <laughs> Uh, uh. You're like, shut up! I'm fucking drunk. Shut up. But I remember, <laughs> I remember this though. I'm in a, I'm at a wedding at my friend's wedding in September in Washington State, and there's a beautiful stretch of highway uh, up in, it's near Bellingham, Washington. Forget what the stretch is called, but it's right, um, it's like the old Orchard Highway or something, and uh, it goes right along the Pacific Ocean. It's gorgeous. There's old, all these ancient trees stretching into the skies. And I called you guys, and what did I say on this call? Do you remember? I love how it how, looks out how here. How beautiful the, the journey was or whatever. I said, well, yeah, it's beautiful. I an amazing time. But I, I have an idea for us guys. Go to, go there. No, no. I said, we should start a podcast. Best day. That was the, oh that was the best day of my life. And now we're making literally $1,500 Dollars a month. A listen, month. And because yeah. it was Eric's mm-hmm. idea. That's all I'm we, saying. He gets, you know, leisures and luxuries that me and Nate didn't earn because we didn't start it. He and made us kind point. of sign a contract and it was like, yeah. it was weird because we, mm-hmm. we were like, had been such great friends up until this point and he was like, once money got involved, it was like I felt like I saw I kind of like a money. different 
a different right. person. And it, it, it kind of, I mean, I, I don't know if I've ever told you this in person, but it made me like kind of hate you as a friend. Cause it was just so tumultuous when we were trying to get it going for months and months. We were just, you, you wanted like 90% of the right. earnings and I don't know, like well, it, we just kind of like gave up where uh, we're like, yeah, whatever, well. man, like we don't want to ruin our friendship over this. You right. can have the money. We don't really care about it, but apparently you do. Um, so I don't know that, that was, that it's, was fucked up and I, and I'm sorry for bringing this up like, no, on, no. on the pod, on the podcast, we should hash this out man to man. I feel like people are interested in this though. And I just right. want to say like, there's a reason behind my madness. There's a, there's a method to my madness. And that method is I don't play with money like that. <laughs> and I don't usually mix friends and business, uh, except for when I see crazy potential for millions. And when I see dollar signs, I break my rules a little bit. Um, yeah, well, I wasn't mad about it because but, you got to ask yourself this question too. What? Look at your best friend, everybody listening. Look at your best friend and say, yeah. would you give them up, give up their heart and soul so that they're just a shell of a corpse, but you can still see them walking around and you can talk to them and whatnot to have them be the best business partner you could ever have? Would you basically give up your friends, your family, and convert mm. them into money-making machines? Hmm. Well, I think most people would say yes, of course, especially in this climate where you can't know what recession is hiding around the corner, whatever. We're entering a period of crazy economical instability. Uh, so you got to make sacrifices where you must. Yep. Uh, and would you get I mean, I would kind of say you guys are best friend material a little bit for me. Um, uh-huh. Not That's even material. I think you're already kind of kind of there in my mind. You don't, but yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll chat about that later. But um, oh, you know, we need to moment. we need to bring up this right now. It's morning. It's the morning time, mm-hmm. and we usually record this, you know, evening, late night, smoking up, smoking out in the lab, in the hand, cigarette. Don't even remember what we say after we were talking the pretzels. But it's it's morning time, and I want to say this. I went to bed last night thinking I'm going to be so out of it in the morning. I'm going to wake up two minutes before the time we agreed to start recording. I'm going to hate it. And guess what? I woke up an hour beforehand. My body woke me up naturally. Uh, Mm. And what did I do, y'all? I took my dog for a walk. Wow. Made some coffee. Oh. Took a shower. I came on here feeling fresh and fucking good and good to go. That's incredible. So, oh, and, and I, I want to share this moment really quick for my walk this morning. Okay. Yeah. Please. And I'm sorry to be hogging so much airtime. No, it's okay. But but I'm walking yeah, my dog Bubbles. She's slightly psycho, psycho type <laughs> of dog. Love her ass. You guys both Pitbull. have met her many times. And um, I'm walking on my street, and what am I wearing? Can you see? Shorts. Can oh, PJs. Uh, pajama, p- pajama pants. They are. Li- they are. Christmas life is good. Um, sweats. You know, You're gonna pajamas. get killed in those. I just want to say this. My mom got these for me for Christmas. I would not usually gravitate towards this type of flannel. You know, it feels like plastic. Um, 
whatever. It makes you sweat kind of in a bad way. That's you, like ruining your sperm, I bet. That's, it, maybe, maybe, that's listen, the type listen, of material that's like listen, you're gonna just die destroying in those things, your man. sperm count. Someone's going to chop your fucking listen, head off in those pe- fucking pants. Listen to this. Um, I'm walking down the street, okay? I'm in my puffer coat. I got my new headphones on. I, by the way, new headphones because I left my Bose in an Uber. And I got new Sony headphones. They're amazing. And I'm crouching down and my dog has diarrhea. Okay, Bubbles has oh, diarrhea God. this morning, and I'm cleaning it. I'm like literally trying to mop it up on the sidewalk. It look if I was my 18 year old version of myself, and I saw me from across the street, I would be so upset, and I would think, "What a loser is that, wearing life is good pajamas, cleaning up his dog's diarrhea, who's doing circles out of excitement because she sees a bird. He looks sad. He must be so sad. Well, guess what? I wasn't sad." I was sitting there listening to my music, my new sort of instrumental jazz, cleaning up the dog poop, and I'm happier than I've ever been, I swear to God. Even in really? even wearing all this shit and looking wow. like that. I felt so good. And th- all that to say, you know, maturity and growing older is not what you think it is when you're when you're young. You know what I mean? No. Happiness is not what yep. you plan for yourself. It's not the pools and the mansions that you plan for yourself at 17. Happiness is actually cleaning up your dog's diarrhea. Uh, hmm. and, There's probably and a lot of seventeen-year-olds. You know what I mean? We know we got a, we got a lot of seventeen-year-olds who are tuned in, of course. Oh, for hella guidance. Mm-hmm. Mostly, and we want to encourage you to go for it to make that money and get that pool with the car in it or whatever. And then you right. want to, but just know that if that doesn't pan out, there are pools in life hmm. that are pools. Your dog, your relationship with your dog—that's a pool. Mm-hmm. Your relationship with food that you eat, that's a car, you know, mm-hmm. so it'll, it'll change. You'll settle. You know yeah. what I think we should do is give advice to people that are in their early twenties. Mm-hmm. Cause we are three men that have gone through their twenties, the full decade. Right. And we have learned a lot of lessons. Right. And I think Can't that we learning. have... I think that we have <laughs> I think that we have, you know, went through so many challenges that we can give kind of crazy ass advice to a lot of the 20-year-olds or, you know, people even if you're at 29, you can still I think use some of this advice. But and what about, would you guys say uh, to yeah. to mm-hmm. like people in their 20s right now of, of how they should be living their life, you know? How should, how should they be building that foundation? I, I'll say this. Hit rock bottom as soon as you fucking can, because you're going to hit it at some point. <laughs> kind of course correct to hit, make yourself go to rock bottom as early in your 20s as you can, because once you hit that, and I mean, because you'll think you, you'll have hit your bottom, right? But then guess what? There's about 20 floors deeper into hell that you can go. Go there, <laughs> burn your bridges with your family, don't get invited to Thanksgiving, <laughs> be all... Give yourself diseases that end up like rashes all over your skin. Go to a very bad place and then crawl your way back up to the surface. Because once Mm -hmm. you get to the surface, it's going to be a lot nicer. You know what I'm saying? And you won't have to go to the bottom again. Why is the the surface nicer when... Because guess what? Because they were what? gone for a while, and it's... the surface they thought before, oh, it's so it's a sepia tone, boring existence. I live in suburbia. I want to fucking get out of here and do this that. Then they go to hell, right? They burn their bridges. Mm. They get addicted to alcohol, whatever. 
when they finally crawl back up to that surface that they thought was so fucking boring and not worth their time, they'll find that, that the surface is all, uh, you know, multicolored. It's uh, technicolor Dude. now. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. All this stuff that all these grocery stores that they thought were pathetic are now modern marvels <laughs> of logistics and shit. This is li- this is how I felt. Um... My sophomore year of high school, when they sent me away to a remedial school for a couple months, when I got back to public school, when I got yeah. back to public school, man, I didn't look at these lessons about Millard Fillmore the way that I did beforehand. I didn't look at the way they talked about physics as boring. I was thinking, oh, we're going to drop an egg. This is so sick. And, you know, all these equations, they're like just letting me know these equations for free. Dangerous, very dangerous that they would just tell me all this shit. Did your egg survive the drop? Nah. And that was food, by the way. That's what was the hardest thing for me about watching that was like, we're being so wasteful. (laughs) I have a a 20 second story about my egg drop. Where I was 18. I was sick a lot my sixth grade year of school. I had chicken box and I had pneumonia. Then I had something else. And I, everybody <laughs> thought I was di- dying. Like the teachers, like I think told the students, like he's got it bad. Cause I just kept getting sick over and over again. <laughs> and so, but I came back for one single day to do the egg drop. And I had been like in bed for two weeks. Like, I don't know how I got so sick. And I come back like all sweaty, like you are your first day, like out of bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I came just for the egg drop, put Put my egg in a box with a bunch of foam. It's my egg in a box. Oh Sorry. shit! Oh walk, my god! Walk to the top of the ladder, <laughs> drop my drop my shoebox, and guess what? The egg broke. And guess what I did? I started crying, and then I went home. That's okay, man. <laughs> That's god. okay. That's okay. That That's was okay. my day. I, I think wait, I quick. know why you were so sick. Why? Because you, your body. I feel like. You went through a t- type of puberty that oh, I feel yeah. like not most oh, yeah. teenagers, you know, you know, Nobody's your body wasn't ready for the type of man that you were going to mm-hmm. become. So it was shocking to your body. Uh, you're going to be a man who, who was going to be like, you know, not only strong as hell, but also empathetic and loving and caring and has that feminine side to him as well that we that we all desperately I do have a nice feminine side. And what I wanted to say, Kumail, come on the podcast. podcast. We sent you two hundred messages. You never replied, (laughs) man. We like you. We want you on the podcast, dude. Come on right now, Kumail. He's coming on just a thing or two. I'm not worried about it. He's coming on. And the way you said it right now did make it seem like you want him to come on so you can kill him. But know that (laughs) we want him to come on just to talk. Uh, I want to ask wait, him about wait, his wait, wait, shows. That reminds me, the <laughs> that would be so cool to ask him about his shows. The um, <laughs> the um, about you dying, everybody thinking you're dying in yeah. high school. Yeah, we had a teacher in college that we had his funeral for him. He came into class one day and we had his funeral all set up. We had a funeral for him, even though was he alive. died. Was he dying? Not that I know of. Oh. Why did you have Spencer? Uh, I think we just appreciated him. He came in and on on the like little teaching stage, we had an easel with his whole head on it, or like a picture of him, or whatever, saying like "rest in peace." His whole date of birth and everything kind of gave him a living funeral, and he felt kind of awkward about it. I would love a living funeral so much. Say no more. That's all I'll say. Say no more. <laughs> Like, because the Chicago files are coming up. 
Uh-huh. Oh my god, the Chicago you want me we to should, do Yeah. We should eulogize each other. We should eulogize. Well, look, oh. we could just you Googleize well, it right now. Yeah, that's true. Um Eric. so um, yeah, go ahead. Well, if if Eric died of, you know, a this was unexpected, of course, by a bus accident. By a bus accident, like Well, they think it's an accident, but he's a high targeted. Right. But I'm targeted by the MTA. And you were, you know, you're you're the first person to talk at the funeral, Jack. I am for for yeah. You're the you're the first person to like come up and and say something. All right. And everybody is just like weeping. There's so many people there. You you, you wouldn't expect it just because like you don't think Eric has a lot of friends, but people are like coming out of the woodwork <sighs> to uh to come out to yeah, the yeah, funeral. Yeah. And Jack, you go up to the podium. My fellow Americans. As I look upon the joking sea, already, you're joking already. Dude. I'm not joking. How <laughs> no, am I joking? No, that's pathetic. As I my look fellow Americans, sea, are we not Americans? Here, pathetic here, I would joke. be. I would be. I would be so serious. I would be like, look, <laughs> a lot of people. Um, I know everybody in this room, mm-hmm. and everybody here has had a really awful experience with this man. And, <laughs> Everybody, everybody here knows that. Yeah, yeah. This guy was kind of a bastard, and he and and there's a lot of people in here who wanted him to die. To be no, you're joking. You're joking. Here, let me do it for real. This is how people really (laughs) feel about you, Eric. This is how people really feel about you. Let's hear it. Um, it's tough. You know, (laughs) sorry, sorry. Let me start over. Um, I just want to start out by saying I love everybody here, and it's a testament to how good of a person Eric was. Yes. To see a room so full of so many people who love each other and who are so amazing, I'm, I'm just you know I'm excited, I'm elated to just be around everybody and celebrate the life of Eric. And if there's one thing that's true, it's that about Eric. It's that he looked like a capybara. No <laughs> cap. Oh, ah, everyone's cracking God. up. It's like showing ah, Paula. Ah, everyone's looking like <laughs> falling out of their seats. Capybara, looking ass bitch. We people fucking start take humping your, ca- your, your body out the yeah, casket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> start slapping you around like gr- fucking Jiminy Cricket. As long as enough kind of famous people were there, I'd be okay with that. But if this is all my loser friends from home in Chicago, forget it. I don't want. Yeah, that. who gets to invite people to the funeral? I do because us. I'm doing that. Bef- Listen. I'm get, I have all my arrangements. I have a, I had a will ready to go at 17, and I update it frequently. But oh, I yeah, do want to say this. I, I I want to reveal something that is real. I'm not. This isn't a joke. Jack, for some reason, there's a song by Nick Drake. Do you guys know who Nick Drake is? Is that like so. a Dracula like, type of dude? He, he was like, like a... this British sort of folk singer from the yeah, 70s. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah he yeah. died young and. Yeah, uh, killed himself. Very sad. Um, but uh, there, there's a song called um, "Place to Be," and for some reason, Jack, I heard that song maybe eight months ago. I've listened. I heard it for years, but came on again, and I imagined you being dead, and it's your funeral, and I would have learned this song on guitar and sang it at the funeral. <laughs> For some reason, I imagined myself doing this, and I got I like, it was wow. almost like indulgent, making myself feel sad, and then making myself feel how like congratulatory everybody was about how good my singing was at your <laughs> funeral. I legit have played this, and every time I hear that song now, I go right to your funeral and right to me sitting on a stool with an acoustic guitar singing the song. 
You know you have that's to do awesome. that now. If Jack if Jack dies, you have to. No, you can play guitar. I literally will. I'll do that. One. How how close are you to learning this song on guitar? Like you play a little bit of piano. Could you? I think I'm probably 45 lessons away. <laughs> Wait, Eric, I just want to say that what? that is incredibly normal and incredibly healthy thought. <laughs> is yeah. I feel the same way when y'all die, when yeah. both of y'all die, like, okay, here, you know, here's my opportunity to, um, people are going to be expecting me to put on a show. Right. And if I don't know opera, if I don't know break dancing to, for the after party, if I don't know how to cook, cause I'm going to cater it. I know there's going to be a lot of industry there. What can I sell? This is like, I could sell a show based on my friend dying mm -hmm. grief, a show about right. grief. That's never been done. No one's ever explored grief before. Not like so, we would. No. no, of course not. Who who do you guys really think is gonna die first? Of the three oh, of I us? had a good yeah. one. Oh, I think um. Oh, you mean of us? I thought yeah. I, was, I was gonna say Steven Tyler. Oh, he's oh, oh. going. Oh, quick. he's out. He's he, on. The by, way out. by the way, he. I think he's up for a reckoning. Some type of horrible reckoning. I think so. Yeah, uh, but he's gonna probably go before then. All those seventies well, rock stars. Oh, the, we know blanket, what you did. We know what, what you, you did. Fucking those crazy bastards. Don't try to hide any longer. Anybody oh, who was oh, alive in the seventies, don't come near me. Mm -mm. No, they, they, none of them. None of them. Nobody who was a famous a in the sixties and seventies. They're all bad. bad and what generation bad, bad. is that? The boomers, basically. I think it's boomers. They yeah. are boomers, I think. More like groomers. They're born Maybe groomers. 40s. What would you do if I panned my webcam over? I have a David Bowie wall right as here. <laughs> a whole wall. That There's nothing David cringier to me than the David Bowie like lightning bolt uh, picture when he had the red hair. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, like it's like a cliche like college dorm I know. Poster. Something about that picture in particular. I'm thinking there's some cool David Bowie stuff. That. But I don't get cringed out by anything anymore. Cringe is You're gone. Right. And that's why we like you, Jack. Because Thank you. People are so you guys people like are so afraid to say anything. And I feel like when you're hanging out in a conversation, it's like hanging out with a with a uh, a just piece a of butter like that a, just got a, microwaved. Yeah, a piece you know of butter that could never judge you. Right. That's how I feel. And you can be so you can be cringe. You can be you can yeah. say whatever around Jack. And that's why Go we, ahead, try we and really cringe me fuck. out. Hello, me ladies. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I feel like I could really like I could if I had like an hour like <laughs> to cringe out somebody I could like make them want to shoot their brains out an hour cringe. like if I if if you were like glue you know like what was that in fucking Clockwork Orange where they had their eyes like you know yeah uh, like, taped open taped open and they had to watch, watch like, like if you had to like sit in torture style watch me like nate cringes you out for 1.5 hours <laughs> you would you would you would never be the same after that you should do a mr simp escape room mr simp oh simp my room. god oh jesus god. christ i the just i just is, yeah. i just passed a escape room that i went to as as when i worked in corporate america at cars.com and i remember doing this escape room with my uh my or my colleagues uh you know my team mm -hmm. and the entire time i was like it was like an after work team building activity and i just remember this is when i was so well i was never checked in i was always checked out like the person who would never like i would my attitude at work was just like just don't talk to me like i'm gonna do my work and leave you know mm -hmm. and at this 
you know, at the escape room, you have to work as a team to find these clues and stuff. And I remember my manager like pulled me aside, like during the escape room was happening. And he was like, just like try, you know what I'm saying? Cause I was like, just standing there like, when is this going to be over? And there's like this actor who's like a zombie who's like coming out of this cage and like, <laughs> like, like, and you have to like, you yeah. have like 10 seconds to find a clue before it, it was just pathetic. Like yeah. I was like staring at all these like failed actors who were, it, it, it's, it's just, these escape rooms are not right. And I'll know? say this, you think that they're bad in the major cities. Imagine going to like, I don't know. Uh, even like Columbus, Ohio, Nate, where you're from, or going to Linwood, Washington, where I'm from. The escape rooms that are out in these small cities or these small towns even have to be maybe either the most cursed, horrible places, or they're a place of magic and art in a... I'm going to guess a, magic you know and art. I mean? Because you think I went so? to a haunted... Yeah. This is the same way I feel about haunted houses. You go to a haunted house, it's like, yeah, oh, it's so fucking scary. Everybody yeah. from the city likes to go there, blah, blah, blah. But you go to a haunted house that's a little ways out from the city, a couple hours, yeah. Yeah. and they're giving you a full theatrical performance. Their oh hearts my and their God. whole souls are like, it's like, this is what I do, man. I fucking scared the shit out of people, man. I'm a haunted house yeah, ride till I die. Like, like This is the biggest production we got. This is Broadway. But be careful. Be careful with these haunted houses. These small, because if you see the name McCabe Manor, Manor, what's that? Run. Yeah, that. What is that? If you, Jack. If oh, you yeah, are in Jack, the you should pack. actually do it, man. Go to McCabe. Yeah. What the hell is that? <laughs> hey, Jack, I, no, wait. You should shit. actually sign up for this, man. If, you, if yeah. I went to McCabe Manor, by the way, <laughs> I think that they, because they make you claustrophobic, they basically waterboard you, <laughs> they do horrible things, they make you bleed. It would unlock a rage in me, and I would destroy all of McCabe Manor with my fists and my. I would. Oh, I would go crazy on the. I'm gonna beat the shit. Wait, out can of you we describe what, what McCabe? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's describe McCabe, what McCabe Manor is. is basically like this guy's house. Uh, I think he lives in like Ohio, right, Nate? I thought it was Texas or somewhere. Yeah, whatever. And people some, fly some from around the world to sign up. It's like the most real scary house or haunted house. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but scary, you have to like haunted. you have to sign a waiver um so scary is there a safe word nate um there's like but they you I, have to say I, it, maybe like, there is but but they they put you in like extreme they like bury you alive they put you in extreme claustrophobia <laughs> they like they literally waterboard you and, they, like, and you're missing a couple details what? he's ex-military and oh. you don't <laughs> And you don't have to pay money to do it. All right. you have to do is sign up and give him like a bunch of dog food because he has all these dogs. That's it, and, right? And he films every single one. He's this sick bastard, and he, and he like he's like all up in your face with this like mini DV cam camera, and he's like, "Hey, people are like throwing up into a bag," and he's like pushing it into their face, and he's like, "Yeah, you fucking like that, don't you?" It's, like it's is so evil. It's so. I mean, there's this. What's that documentary that it's in? Uh, I forget. It's like on I Netflix. I, about I watched that. Though. Haunted houses. Well, Nate, you and I went to the. Remember the Dungeon of Doom or whatever. Oh yes. And yes. it was in like Naperville, Illinois, and that. I mean, that experience to me, there was a moment of extreme claustrophobia where I thought, "Fuck this so much, I hate this." Do you remember this, Nate? 
Yes. Where okay, so we'll we'll prime the listeners a little bit. This haunted house is in wherever Illinois. Uh, while you're waiting in line, they're going fucking crazy. Remember the the crazy clown with the bat that was shaking the porta potty while someone was in there. Yeah, yeah. And someone yeah. came out so pissed. Like going a little too hard. Like bunch chill. of thirty year olds just like talking about how fucking scary the haunted houses are. <laughs> <laughs> dude, this one, dude, listen, dude. listen, listen, listen. Was that scary, wasn't scary, seriously. But there's a part where you you get to the middle and you all of a sudden end up in another line in the middle of this haunted house. And they say like, if you're claustrophobic, don't do this part. And of course I'm claustrophobic, but I was like, I can handle this. No problem. We're there with everybody, all our friends. And they lead you into a little trailer, <laughs> right? Remember this Nate? Mm-hmm. And yes. you, and they, and it's like these two crazy clowns that are like fucking with you. And like, yeah, sit down. they have you sit down back to back with strangers. And it's a small, maybe five foot wide, trailer right or they make it really small and you're sitting back to back you're also sitting sardine style next to a bunch of people and they the clowns close the door they shut the lights off so where it's pitch black and then a voice over a speaker comes on and says get ready are you ready to be buried alive and then they fill the trailer up with like playpen and it's, again McDonald's. it's pitch black pitch black you, you cannot see anything you can't move you're like what is going on and it's yeah. a and it's a total disruption from the haunted house like because you're just walking through mm-hmm. like mazes and people come out and pop up and all of a sudden you're like psh, lights out like doors close Horrible. what the fuck is going on and all of a sudden all these pit these like ball pit balls like start you don't even know what they are though you're yeah like, yeah what is happening and you get buried alive underneath this. and you're in there for like a full minute just to like maniacal laughing and for some reason that was it i was i was just pissed off i was so mad in that moment because i was like i am having a panic attack i paid for this <laughs> this smells like shit these balls are definitely never being washed before they get poured upon people oh god you know what i mean yeah Ooh. i hated. i that. was high also oh yeah you were that. high out I, I smoked weed before and i was like why the fuck this is the <laughs> maybe the worst uh time to smoke weed for the like i i was like in an extra like dazed out zone right. at that haunted house god mm. damn that sounds pretty scary but all right but not people... that scary <laughs> not compared you, to you the cannot I'm about imagine to tell you. Jay. you can't imagine no because you guys know about those jocks that got buzz sawed to death in the haunted house right what say more it's the end of the night Haunted house is getting ready to close. Are you? Is this real, Jake? This is real. And they're borderline going to turn these kids down because it's at the end of the night. And oh. the kids go, come on, man. Quit fucking around. Whatever they pay, they go in. And they get into the room where there's the Chainsaw Massacre guy. No. And guess who that was? That was a, one of the bullying victims of theirs. No. And this kid... Powered up the chainsaw, even though it didn't have this chain on it, and bludgeoned one of the jocks to death. And this is why I it, say never. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, rumor has it that that makes it even scarier. To to what? To what? What, what know, makes it scarier? The, the, it the scary? haunted house. It makes it even scarier knowing. Oh that. no. The, Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. This is a lie, isn't it, Jack? 
Yeah, I made that up. But I just wanted to go in on Damn. the feeling. Oh, that man. Was all right. I just like, wanted to get creepy for, for a that second. Lot. That was good. But that's, right, again, that's, if that, let's say that story was true, right? This is yeah. why I say never bully somebody. Not because of the emotional damage you might cause or the emotional trauma, whatever. Don't bully them for out of selfishness. Do you know what I'm saying? If you bully somebody, what are you seeing, Nate? It's the... Nate, you look kind of scared. It looks like you're looking off camera. I I legit... No, keep going, keep going. Did you just go to a place because I brought up bullying? No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm saying don't bully somebody because they're going to come after... These people turn into adults. These children turn into adults. And adults uh, are violent. And they'll come after you. You I don't want to bring up school shootings, but... All right. There's a handshake. Also, can I say real quick how perceptive Eric is? I weirdly am. Really? Like I I feel like I can't even see you guys' like faces on my Zoom and like I can barely read your guys' expression. Eric is seeing like every tiny little like pixel in this. And he's in each pixel he's seeing into the soul and the the atoms and the fiber of their that reality. Makes me feel vulnerable. It 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 really makes me on my toes. I'm like, I can't like Eric Eric sees through. Everything well, then that I, I let's can't. Let's see if you notice this one. Oh, shit. There's a ghost in your room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Can we do this real quick? What? 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 <clears throat> I feel like this is a popular, like, whenever, whenever you know, fellas get together, we pull up the YouTube app, and there's yep. this, this crazy game that happens. I did it last night with my brother. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just something we can't help. When when a bunch of dudes are together, the YouTube app is up, and we're pulling up the basically the funniest shit you've ever seen on YouTube, and everybody has their kind of mm-hmm. like little niche thing that like, oh, have you seen this? I bet you haven't seen this. Mm-hmm. I bet you're gonna laugh at yeah. this. Mm-hmm. And one of Eric's go tos, and I don't know if I'm blowing up your spot on this one. This is mm-hmm. a hilarious YouTube <coughs> clip, but it's of people auditioning to be. Hunters oh my god it's flags. the best video anybody's <laughs> ever made and you know what i forgot about i was on doing youtube last night trying to show my brother and his friend some stuff and i want to say this really quickly i was acting so cringy because i pulled up a bunch of old like ali g borat like uh, bbc you know the original show clips and um his friend is so nice but i was like Sometimes I just like want them to like like it as much as I do, so I did this right. thing where it's I'm like, vulnerable. "Oh, he's about to he's about to uh, do this." So like, "Oh, did you hear that?" Clip. And I had yep. to like ha- halfway explain like why it's so f- funny. It's like I need to shut the f up right now. Um, whatever. But anyways, back to the zombie ad- the uh, hunter auditions. Yeah. So if you look are... up new New Jersey, uh, Six Flags, Six Flags. Uh, what is it? Auditions. Um, Fright Fest. We'll put, Fright Fest auditions. We'll put the link in the show notes. It's like basically it's uh, all these New Jersey teens and people in their early twenties auditioning for what it seems like to be. It seems like they're auditioning for the military because there's a guy wearing cargo shorts, a tactical watch, a tucked in polo. This guy's taking it so seriously. You know what I that mean? One He's guy, auditioning yeah. everybody. And you never see his face. You just see his like hairless calves. Uh, but uh, he makes them do some of the most humiliating shit you've ever seen in your life. 
But you know what I was I was getting to was what, could what? we do our our like if you had to do your hunters audition. Oh yeah. Oh let's yeah let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. All right. So, so you gotta uh, say wait. What? Let's well let me describe what the haunter is. The haunter is at Six Flags on like the, during the Halloween time. There is like this whole like kind of theatrical thing that goes down where they release what's called haunters, and these are just people that are scattered throughout the park. And they're just, you know, zombies. They, they, you can kind of create your own little character of just anything scary, but you have to be in character and kind of like walk around the park like that, embody this physicality, and just scare people in the park. Mm -hmm. Okay, so people are auditioning to kind of, they're creating their own little character and scary. Yeah, this is gonna be so fucking. I, I don't even know if I can do this. Like, this is gonna. Uh, be so I definitely crazy. can. I'm prepared for this. <laughs> this is a Eric, cringe. You've been test. preparing your. This is a cringe yes. test. The cringe. Okay, cringe so what's the, what's the prompt? Like, how do we get into character here? All right, so go ahead and tell us your name. Tell us your favorite roller coaster, and <laughs> okay. then and then go into a uh, a death performance. A death performance. Death performance. Okay, yeah, we could do death. My favorite, my favorite. <laughs> what does that mean? A death performance. There's a, there's dying. my my favorite one in the video. Really quick is this guy, this giant shy guy who like is so has the quietest voice, <laughs> and he goes. Um, they have to walk up one by one and do their death in front of all the other auditioners in front of the panel. Someone's taking like the loudest pictures of them, like with a flash in a fluorescent room. And he walks up to the X X in the middle of that's taped in the middle of the carpet. And he goes, I'm going to, I'm going to die by hanging myself. <laughs> and then he goes, and he like mimes a, a noose and goes like this. <laughs> and just like, and that's it. Uh, oh, I also love that military guy. Okay. Yeah. They're all, all right. great. So, Jack, you go first. You go first. Oh, okay. I'll go first. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. I have to check my phone really quick. Okay. Air, air, air. Okay, you, I'll go first. Go. So, the prompt is, again, you have to say your name, right? Yeah. And then go into a death, uh, a death rattle. Okay. Basically. Hi, my name is... Or your favorite roller coaster as well. Hi, and I have to say the roller coaster is scary, right? Yeah, you have to do it all in character, right? Is that That's yeah. the problem, right? You have okay. to say, do it all in You have to say your name. So you're like you your psycho character, in, you know? Yeah, then go in on the roller coaster and then tell us how you're going to kill yourself and then do it. <laughs> tell you okay, 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 okay. I'm kind of getting into character, you can see. Okay. Hello. <laughs> My name is Eric Graham. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and my favorite ride is Magic Mountain. <laughs> and I'm going to uh, die by poison. <laughs> poison. <laughs> Ew. Stop, 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 okay. stop, stop. And then you can imagine the poison from there because you can't hear it on the podcast, but then he oh poisons Oh, my God. You like Jesus that, fucking Christ. You like that, right? There's something about this, 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 doing this that is just so, you cannot help but just cringe out so hard. Also, you, you took yeah. the, I was going to kind of play that sort of archetype. Yeah, that's of, easy. The kind of, of that kind of like, <laughs> yeah, you took, like, you took the layup. <laughs> Okay, okay. So that's out now, Nate. Damn, that's out. Now Nate, I have to go, go now, Nate. Uh, 
I don't know what I'm going to do now because I was really going to go for the <laughs> type of type of guy. You now know you got to dig deep. You got to in these moments. What are the different go archetypes? Go low and gravelly and kind of like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know like how to do how to perf- how to how to perform this one in a weird way. You know what I'm saying? I just have to go low style, like what, like be kind of like an ogre or something. I imagine yeah, like you're you all green and your belly's distended, and you have like green slime coming from your. I mouth know you got that low in you, Nate. Yeah, like no, um, I've, I proved it before. Hold on, yeah. Jack. You go. You go. You go. You go. I need some time to fucking. I need some all time. Right. I need some time. I need some time. Okay. Um. Okay, I got this. So I got to go a little crazy because Eric already took the innocent little girl, so I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fucked up. I can see the physicality already coming through. Yeah, Damn, Eric what the fuck I'm are you getting doing into it. Face? I got to go. Um, sorry, my girlfriend's walking out of the bathroom right now. Um, <laughs> this, this isn't totally fair because my girlfriend's just off camera and I'm having to do this with an added layer of judgment. <laughs> no judgment there. All right. This is the most vulnerable thing you can absolutely do on the planet, <laughs> by the way. So, all right. So, this is my Six Flags audition. Hello. My name is Jack Bessinger. <laughs> oh, my God. And my favorite ride is Superman Ride of the Steel. Oh my God! Damn. And Jesus. I'm gonna I'm gonna die by scooping out my own eyes. <laughs> oh my God! Excellent, excellent. No man, hey man. I thought you said you'd never ever cringe. Wow. That was oh, that was man. actually incredible. I like I think that was like uh you know master <laughs> performance artist. Type of shit. Like that was Raleigh's putting her headphones in right now. <laughs> After oh, that. My God. And Nate, well, well, let's let's just say this: Nate is in the business center at the apartment that he's staying at. <laughs> yeah, or actually, he's just outside of it because they're not open on weekends. Yeah, I'm in I'm in the communal business center space. And okay, I'm about so to go off and on Nate, this. you got to use your whole body for this one. I want to okay. see you like walk over to. I want to see you shaking like. Don't even yeah, worry yeah, about the yeah, audio yeah. quality. You just go. You right, know? right, 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 right. So I'm ogre style. That's my thing. Where I'm deep. It's whatever you want. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Zoom's not picking you up. Is, <laughs> Mama, it's yeah! <laughs> and I'm going to die when my shotgun blast to the head. Wow. <laughs> 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 you can't hear one word you're saying. The Dang, zoom, it's too high pitched for the Zoom, but. Are you I mean, serious? Well, oh, I'm, you guys are going to listen back to the fucking audio of this and be shocked. Oh, Did man, Zoom I'm, not pick that up? Are you serious? Not, not even for a second, Nate. We literally didn't wow. hear any of that. But but I could see <laughs> the commitment. I could see the commitment, and I, that was making me laugh. I'm not kidding. I, you. The, 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 the listeners right now are shocked that you guys didn't get to experience that real time. God damn because it. the voice yeah. and you guys saw the physicality, right? Of course. Oh, the physical. I'm crying, laughing just from the physicality. That was amazing. Good oh God. Oh my God.
We, no, no other podcast does it like this. You know what By I mean? Way, I just like screamed at the top of my lungs, and there's like kind of a leasing office like behind me. <laughs> you think the leasing office is putting in hours on a Saturday? <laughs> they might be, dude. The real They're estate grinding. industry is hustling like never before right now. Shout out to hey, the real estate, real why estate do you, agents. Um, why do you guys think my hotel room is shaking right now? I like feel probably the floor some shaking. type coast of earthquake. Well, what floor are you guys on? Five. It's probably because they're moving. I I see the shake. I see the shaking. Really? What the? There's some kind. Of, some. What if some kind of blast oh. went off or something? Magnitude ten. Oh. Yo, a magnitude ten earthquake is magnitude unimaginable. Isn't there one in Seattle that will break it off, like off the coast? That's is everyone why, talking about it there? Why do you think I moved away? Hmm? <laughs> Well, that's no, why you, you need just, to be there. Um, you got to be there with the with the jet ski. We got a couple more things on the agenda we want to touch real quick here. Uh, yeah, we got a little Paltrow, silly for a minute there, but we do got to talk about some serious stuff today. Gwyneth Paltrow's trial continues. Girl, we are with you. What's the, uh, we, so what's the latest on stay that? Stay strong. Stay strong. The please. latest is basically this. The internet seems to have turned against Gwyneth, and they are on the side of this no-name optometrist that um, is is making this fuss. I just want to say, um, you don't fuck with us uh, with an actor like Gwyneth. You know what I'm saying, and not expect right. consequences, right? Um, right. This person is a fool to have brought this case up. And Gwyneth, we are with you. We always have been. We mm-hmm. love your work. We love your business. We love everything about you. So keep it real and stay strong. You know what? If anybody ever sued me or <clears throat> took me to trial for anything, let's just say the trial wouldn't last very long because I'd take it to the streets. Yeah. Oh shit. Yep. That's cool. Though. I don't hire lawyers. I hire people who don't have names in America. I'll just say that much. <laughs> That's sorry. Excellent. That's real. <clears throat> um. All right. No. But going on celebrity gossip, we also got Jonah Hill. Uh, made yeah. Kanye no longer anti-Semitic. Shout out to Jonah for doing that. We all have been uh, kind of protesting his music for the last couple months, and that's been tough mm-hmm. because my cardio is my cardio sessions haven't been as inspired. Without that, 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 that don't kill you can only make, make you. You, strong. you know what though? Me. I'll say this. I, 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 obviously, you know, we not in support of Kanye in any way in, in the anti-Semitism. But the other day, I was blasting the family business. From the Mazda three, because it's family business. Oh, that was nice. Damn, you if he like came that. out with an old school Kanye style. Oh, record, then all, you know he the would be forgiven like that. Maybe. By the Jews first. By the, the Jews, Jews would be the first, first people to forgive him if he would come back to that style of music. He needs to do a collab with some rabbis at this point. Oh he my la, god! La, With la, the Miami boys. Who's they? The Miami boys. The Island boys. The Miami boys. Are they Hasidic? Miami. They're boys. the Jewish boys choir that kind of go like Backstreet Boys style with it. Oh, and they're called the Miami boys. Yeah, you know, you guys don't know the Miami boys. <laughs> no, the no. Jewish acapella choir. Uh, they're so good. Boys, they sound amazing. Choir. I immediately would love to hear some of their music. Yeah, literally. Miami boys. I'm choir. always looking to be put onto music. It's so rare because I've heard of so many different bands at this point in my life. So anytime I hear something new, yeah, I'm always. The Miami Boys Choir is a boys choir specializing in orthodox pop. Oh, 
Do they do yeah. podcasts? We need more of that. Oh, Yerushalem is their is their <laughs> hit. How's that go? Yerushalem, Yerushalem, <laughs> something like that. Or should we just have a moment where we play it for the viewers? And yes, everybody? let's do it. It's just so All good. Right. All right. So maybe we'll just like play that. Should we just play it underneath, like kind of? Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! We should just extend the fucking episode like two hours and so listen to all the guys <laughs> ride, or just ride, you know. You know what's they're crazy? dancing like crazy. What's crazy is like because you've gotten to the point where they're sing- taking turns singing the solos. Okay. I'll tell you what. All right, I just say Wait, pause. Just, we might have to speed this part up during the edit. <laughs> all right, I'll put it in fast. I'll put it in fast motion. Um, <laughs> the music video so that was all, all, all I wanted to say was with these boys you can see who's got it and who doesn't there's one guy that come there some of them are a little awkward they all like to sing one one of those kids come on I'm not gonna say who it is but if you watch the video you'll see him you just well, know he has it you know what I mean no, but hold on a second can I say I'm so sorry can I say something about this topic yeah because I've always felt that people who are great singers it's not really vulnerable or impressive to me to hear that. And when no. somebody's a terrible performer, terrible singer, terrible dancer, terrible yeah. body, terrible diseases that they're working on, that's when I want to see. That's what I want to see. It's like in the gym. Like, you're not brave for going to the gym if you're shredded. No. What I admire is people who get into the gym and they don't give a rat's ass what anybody thinks. They're going right. to go in and give it their all and do what makes them happy. Yep. So go. So that being yeah. said, Eric, you're saying there's a bit of ugly ducklings in the group in the group of there's some ugly boys. ducklings well sure but i'm just what i'm saying what i'm trying to get at is some people have an indelible quality to them do you know what i mean that just i think indelible yeah i don't really know you know what i, I mean, mean there's a it. there's a joey fatone you know there's yeah. the joey fatones joey, the fat and one. then and joey then there's one. you know the justin timberlake <laughs> joey the fat <laughs> God. And there's the Justin Timberlakes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? There's the Nick Lachey's of the world, and then there's the whatever. You don't even know anybody else. There's on the Justin Bieber's, degrees. and there's Justin well, Bieber didn't one even man have man. to be in he's a group, a man man. dude. That's how that's how yeah, goaded his ass was. Himself. He he's was a solo from the jump. He's the OG YouTuber. All right. Speaking of Justin mean? Bieber, let let me let me speak what on this. You mean? Sorry, Eric. I just gotta go. I hear that song and I just gotta Girl, go. I got that yummy yum. That Girl, I got that yummy yum. yum. That yum. That yum. That shit makes me horny, dude. All the time. Oh, Justin be putting the music out. That baby making music that make me wanna. I didn't wanna plan something. You guys don't wanna get in on this? Holy, 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 holy. He really has the catalog. He's got all types of songs. He's so good. He's got Luda on some. Oh, oh, Mr. Ludacris. Mr. Chris. Ludacris. I think we got to say what gave us joy. What gave us joy here. Okay, yes. All right. Should I rip it? Go for it, Jack. What gave me joy is I fell back into my. Uh, love with RuneScape. It's an old, old game oh, where you walk around in medieval times and you can chat with each other and train your skills. And just walking around, I talked to somebody 
and they start talking to me in Spanish. I type back to them and I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm talking to somebody in Argentina over this ancient video game. And, you know, as we may have mentioned, we met our friend Luca Santangelo, the male lifestyle influencer in London on RuneScape over the pandemic. So Mm -hmm. reconnecting with that has been giving me a lot of joy. um, And it's not an addiction. No. Shout out RuneScape. Old version. Old school. Um, Oh, wait, real quick. Add me on RuneScape. My name is What's Up. W U S S U Up. U S P. But please add add Jack on RuneScape. He needs some friends. Okay. Sorry. Okay, what gave me joy is, well, basically that we're all about to be chilling in Chicago in about two days. Mm-hmm. That the idea of us all doing that, it's going to be crazy-ass joy. Yes. Yeah. And my joy is, because um, <clears throat> uh, I'm currently in Chicago right now, and mm-hmm. my joy has been Chicago food. I feel like there's nothing quite like the cuisine here. It's so and it, Yes, it might be a little heavier at times uh it might be a little bit more calorically dense but it's damn it's damn fucking delicious and i'm having a good time eating the food here so and shout we'll out to the chicago chefs and the chicago wait staff that's been hooking me up like crazy these restaurants and we'll be doing a chicago food report basically in one of the next episodes so look out for that yep so all right swag uh, good morning swag, everybody. everybody have a great rest of your week and peace out. Well, that concludes another incredible fucking episode of Joy Tactics. Head over to patreon.com slash joy tactics to unlock exclusive weekly bonus episodes. And make sure to follow us on social media where we post fire TikToks and hilarious shit like that. And if you loved the shit you just listened to make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Thanks for listening and remember, We are shaped by our thoughts, we become what we think. When the mind is pure, joy follows like a shadow that never leaves.